Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs, and I'm super excited with who I have on the show today. I have Dave France. He is an amazing blacksmith and maker. He has just about any tool that you could think of when it comes to blacksmithing that you'd want and so many more. So I'm excited to get that conversation out to you. A huge thank you to the sponsor of the show, Sabretooth Power Carving. We're currently having a competition called the Carve With Us competition where I'm carving a giant piranha plant you can get in on this competition. There's still quite a few days left on it. There's two full weekends left. And all it is is that you have to carve something that grows from the garden and use Sabretooth burrs to create that piece. So for more details, you can head on over to Sabretooth's Instagram page where I've got plenty of posts about it. Okay, let's get on to the show. I have been insane. Um, I've been... I think to my max capacity of what I can take on <laughs> lately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. But it's been uh, awesome. Yeah. It's been I like it cool project after cool project. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm super stoked to be making what I'm making right now. Like to do like a massive piranha plant with big teeth and a tongue sticking out of it. I'm like, this is yeah. great. Yeah, it's looking awesome <laughs> so far. I was checking it out earlier. Thanks, man. But I see you like stuff that it's on the creepy side. I mean, I feel like octopus, like tentacles and things like that, lean yeah. towards that nature. For sure. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro is one of my favorite uh, directors. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was, I was uh, scrolling through. I remember like when I first met you, that's what I kind of knew you for was like the bottle openers, you know, and all those right. cool pieces. Yeah, yeah. What got you into metalwork is what I want to know, dude. Like, of all things. No, I guess, like, hmm. I suppose when I was in uh, uh, aircraft maintenance school, um, basically, I, I went through all of the engine classes and all that stuff, and, and we did, like, composites and fiberglass and, and you know, all the uh, – like paint shop and all of that stuff hydraulics everything and then eventually we landed on sheet metal and i was like oh this i like this is like (laughs) fun because like you get to use all the power tools you get to use the big old shears and brakes and benders of all you know and you're drilling and, and riveting and making all kinds of noise and you know you get your english wheels out and get going i really dug that um and when i was in that same class i was uh talking at lunch with one of my buddies Mm -hmm. and uh, i was like hey joe you know like now this is almost 14 years ago so um i was talking to one of my buddies and i was in the face of life where it's like you know uh beer pong and and all that fun stuff. <laughs> you know, was I remember thing. those days. And mm-hmm. Beer pong and bar hopping and all that. And uh, when so, you left the house at 10 and you weren't tucked away in bed already. I remember those yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, so I got a hold of him. I was like, hey, like, you know, we were waiting for all the guys to get back from lunch. We're like, hey, uh, what are you doing, Joey? We, we got, you know, we're going to play some beer pong and shit later. And uh, then it was, oh, um, yeah, I'm going to go to a blacksmith club. 
I was like, that's still a thing? Like, wait, seriously? Yeah. Can I come? Well, absolutely. It was like, cool. So that's back cool. 14 years ago is when I started, you know, getting interested in blacksmithing. Um, and I did that. I went every week for like a year uh, during the, the end of school and uh, went up there. This, this, yeah. It's just like, couldn't stop. Uh, you know, I, I lived in a townhouse at that point. And uh, like, luckily I was real close to one end, but, and I had the neighbors on the other side were cool. <clears throat> Cause I built myself a forge and had like a little railroad track anvil and everything. And yeah, it, <laughs> I was loud and smelly cause it was all coal and you know, it wasn't like the right kind of coal. It was yeah. like heating coal. Um, you were so experimenting, like, learning as you go. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, you know, I'd go down, uh, me and my buddy, Josh, who I actually work with now. Um, we, uh, we would go down in Pittsburgh. We'd go down to the railroad tracks with five gallon buckets and we'd just pick coal off of the side of the tracks that the truck or the, the, the big, uh, cars were dropping. Mm -hmm. We'd come back, you know, go out there for two hours and you could pick up a couple five gallon buckets and go back and forge for a while. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, resourceful. Yeah. I, as I'm scrolling your page, I'm like, what haven't you do like done? Like you've made mass you've carved you've done like so many different things throughout your life what made you even yeah. wanted to like go into like becoming an aircraft mechanic like that's quite quite a job yeah um so what's interesting is realistically i didn't actually want to be an aircraft mechanic <laughs> all right I never tell us like, a story dave i just love airplanes and <laughs> i just want to be a part of it I just, yeah, I just want to be a part of the system. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I want to be a number and work nights in the snow. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that was never part of me. But um, yeah, no, what, what it was really was um, at the time I had been uh, furloughed from my job. I was uh, printing t-shirts, screen printing okay. and uh, working like I mean, thousands of shirts an hour, you know, like fast-paced stuff so you had like Hot, all those crazy buddy. systems like the yeah, yeah 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 i love seeing that yes that process yeah. is hypnotizing i've watched so many videos on instagram of people just screen printing <laughs> yeah yeah uh That's i think cool. like i mean within probably the past like 15 posts of mine or so um is where i i got my my uh skull uh skull coin mm -hmm. t-shirts printed um, that's the place that I used to work. I actually oh, went cool. there and I helped print all of them. Uh, all the t-shirts that I have, I've helped print because I know that's the guys so and I go up there and yeah, we, you know, I make sure they're done the way I like, like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so and, funny. All right. Dave's so, coming to be an inspector. <laughs> yeah. How about it? Um, I, oh, they've had me like fixing their machines and shit, you know, <laughs> Hey, why guy to know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about it? Um, but yeah, so uh, basically, while I was doing that, I went on a trip down to Florida. Uh, um, I was married to Katie already at the time. Um, and I went with her mom down to see her uncle in Florida. And he was a pilot uh, for Spirit Airlines. Um, and he was he basically was like, hey, you should go into to maintenance. Like, you're pretty handy, you know, like, 
you should you should go check that out yeah so at that point i was like all right well i mean it's worth a shot i'm not doing anything right now anyway and young enough that i can go to school still and and like maybe pull a career out of my butt but um you know we'll we'll see if nothing else i get to go live in pittsburgh for a while and see how that goes yeah experience that yeah so um basically i mulled it around for a while and back then mythbusters was huge Mm. right they were in their prime so i was like you know what i've always wanted to do special effects i wanted to be in special effects i wanted to be one of those guys who like is either like building these little puppetry rigs you know like Mm -hmm. uh stop motion animation like armatures and all that kind of stuff and like special effects like blood gore or or throwing cars and <laughs> you know, building the rigs that like you know launch you know all kinds of big ridiculous stuff into the air and make it blow up and i was like man mythbusters like that i might actually be able to like maybe try and work for mythbusters that would be super cool where do, where would i go to like learn all that kind of shit and then it was oh aircraft maintenance school again it was like they work hydraulics, pneumatics, electronics, uh, electrical, uh, you know, engines. They run, you know, sheet metal, welding, fiberglass. And I was like, holy shit. Like, if I went to this school for 21 months, I might actually have the skills then and the accreditation to apply for Mythbusters. Yeah. So I did. And I, and I didn't end up applying for Mythbusters because by the time that I was like feeling pretty confident that I was like I knew what I was doing. Yep. Show ended. <laughs> Is your plan to maybe create your own kind of show where you do that kind of stuff? Maybe YouTube? Oh man. You know come on dude the dream's not over. Honestly, I would say there's en- there's enough guys that are already doing that, that kind of stuff that I feel I, I feel like the market is fairly owned right now for that. Um, I don't know, Dave. You're not doing it though. <laughs> that's fair. Um, different personalities for different people. Do you know what I mean? True. Like, I'm not gonna watch a certain person, but I'll be like, oh, well, all right. Let me see what let me see what Dave's doing because I'll go yeah, check yeah, you yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah, right on. Um, like, I think you know Tyler Bell. Obviously, he, he has been very heavily inspired by those guys and and Colin Furs. You know, he's, he's got some fun, ridiculous builds going on. Um, but either way, uh, I don't think that if I do uh, a YouTube channel, which I am considering, mm-hmm. um, that it will be related to that kind of stuff. Um, the way that I always kind of envisioned a YouTube channel for me would be very cinematically uh, shot um and kind of like how can i say in a style you wouldn't expect for metal work and and forging um okay there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's well so there's a trend going on right now and because Mm -hmm. we're recorded i have to say this it's going on right now it's going to be gone in like a couple of months or whatever, but Hey, we're um, releasing this like quickly. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this trend. Sure. So uh, the whole 
Um, oh, great. Now I'm, I've blanked on his Is name. Is a cinematic trade, like trend? Yeah, well, kind of. It's um, Wes Anderson, the okay, whole Wes yeah. Anderson trend. Mm-hmm. Before that whole trend happened, I was like, I'm going to start gearing up because I would like to shoot my videos in a Wes Anderson style, but not like the playful rose-colored glasses Wes Anderson style, more of like a dark Wes Anderson style, um, where it's almost like Wes Anderson meets uh, uh, Sweeney Todd's. Yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah, that could be good. Um, uh, what is the guy Jim who did uh, Sweeney Todd and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? What is his name? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. About? Tim Burton. So, like, just that sort of a little bit darker, and mm-hmm. and I would, you know, I'd considered playing around with like stop motion and things like that for certain aspects. Yeah. Um, kind of like rolling a whole lot of different interesting craft into one um trying to like show off cinematography but also the actual skill craft that ties in like all your loves like your love of film your love of movies and getting to create your own kind of thing like that like that's yeah yeah and i and i always wanted to tell a story like i don't i don't want to just be like all right guys so today we're gonna we're going to be forging out this crazy sword. And then, and like, well, let's watch me for the next half an hour. Do exactly what you expect me to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be like almost as though each time the character isn't just making a sword, that they, they, there's a reason they have to make the sword. You Got know, you. there's, yeah. Not that I'm even a sword guy. I've never made a sword in my life. You might but now. it's all it's on the roster actually yeah. coming up. I've got a pretty wild one Sweet. in my head planned for soon. Yeah. I'm uh and now that I've got these two black cats running around my shop all the time. I was dying because as we're chatting, like they're going in and out of the door. This is wandering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh uh Bellatrix and Narcissa. If you're familiar. I'm not. What is this from? Uh, Bellatrix, uh, Lestrange, and Narcissa Malfoy. Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, the first name I got, but yeah. Yeah. So That's fantastic. Uh, we we had planned on getting a cat, and my wife was like, "I'm gonna go look at cats." I was like, All right, cool. And it was intended. We knew it was gonna be for my birthday, and like mm-hmm. she was trying to find me a, a cat for my birthday. And we ended up finding a bonded pair of sisters, and they were both identical. You could not tell them apart at all. And we didn't even have collars for them for the first couple of, like, probably week and a half, two weeks. And it was like, I didn't know what to call either of them. Yeah, which one is which, yeah. Yeah, I just hadn't (laughs) spent enough time. Um, Now I can tell by their eyes, but it's, yeah. It's wild. Their personalities are totally different. Well, I'm too. glad you brought it up because like one went out the door, right? And then all of a sudden yeah. it was walking around again. I'm like, what the hell did that cat get back in without me watching it come back in? I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there one's got a red collar, one's got a green collar. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to maker camp? 
Uh, so possibly. It's always a possibly with me um, because I don't know where my job is going to land me around that time and what my availability will be. Um, as much as I enjoy Maker Camp, it mm -hmm. is quite pricey. Um, oh, yeah. And we are we are considering like, you know, maybe we should buy some sort of camper and fix it up and like pull it up there and, and do it that way. Um, and just like expect to do that. But this year, uh, yeah, I mean, if all goes well, um, there's there's a chance we could we could be there. Um, I don't want to come up there all on my lonesome. Uh, I I want to do that with my family this time. So it's it's going to depend on if we can all make it up. Got you. So, yeah, that's awesome. I think it'd be so fun. I love when um when we did actually get to go together and you like ran across the <laughs> the whole lawn yelling, <laughs> I have Tiff, Tiff, I need a paintbrush. And I was like, this is the funniest thing only at like Maker Camp. What I mean, <laughs> getting sought after for a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, no, uh, who's the last person that I saw here at this location with a paintbrush? Yeah. And it was like, and, and at the time, I, I couldn't remember if it was that occasion or if it was like way back at the Hammer Inn back in mm. like May or March or whatever that was. That's true. I was painting at the Hammer Inn too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Tiff probably has a paintbrush. And I was like, <laughs> All right, where's the booth? Where's she at? <laughs> Barreling yep, across. Yep. That was great. Yeah. I was like, this is the bus. <laughs> yeah. That was, it did help solve a big dilemma, though. So good. Very, good. Very good. I'm glad I could assist. That's what it's all yeah, about yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, actually. Um, This past one that we were at, I was at the Sabretooth booth and I actually got yep. the same experience where it was not you who needed me. But it was um, Dave from 3D DIY, DIY Dave. Oh, okay. He needed yeah. to get the um, Jimmy Duressa statue carved down a oh, little right. bit because it wasn't laying flat. So oh. I got the power carve a 3D print, which was kind of fun. Nice. Right on. Yeah. How'd the like, Sabretooth cool. handle that? Was that? I would imagine Sabretooth would be a little aggressive for that. I got the, uh, I brought the fine out, like not our extra oh. fine, but I had a fine disc. So yeah, yeah. Very small teeth. Yeah. No, no, no. If yeah. I was using, <laughs> imagine if I went out there with like the extreme disc, let's carve this shimmy to rest the statue up. And then I just destroy the whole yeah, thing. Just like, it just like catches and whips the thing across the ground. Hey, uh, new tools are new animals. Trust me. It's true. They're intimidating. I'm still not like a master of this laser that's behind me. So, all right. What'd you get? What's the? Oh, a, okay. A boss laser. It's a 80 watt. Oh, right on. Watt. Yeah, it's the cool. biggest I could get in my space because I am in the basement and we had to get through three doors to get it into uh, here. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's definitely a limiting factor. Yeah, I've been told that I'm never selling it. I'm not allowed to. So. <laughs> I have a um well here I can show you. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll walk. Come here. We're on a tour. So I just have this little this yeah, you know, it's like cat bed, all kinds of shit around it. But um <laughs> but yeah, this is like a 40 watt CO2. Um it's just like your standard kind of weird uh Chineseium mm -hmm. laser that then got uh converted and like upgraded heavily. Um for my purposes i saw that made by mary lou mistakes were made oh yeah 
Yeah. Yep. That's uh, that's right there. Easy at hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. And uh, I can't tell you how many times I have held that up, like while I'm working, <laughs> like in like a in a meeting or something. That's and great. I, I have to explain why the mechanics on the ground, like, you know, broke something, <sighs> and like while they were trying to fix it, I'm just like, whoops. There you go. Some mistakes were <laughs> made. Don't have to tell you. So, what are you making right now, and what do you want to make? Hmm. More money. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same Z's. Uh right now I'm actually working on, on um uh I just before you uh messaged me, mm-hmm. um I was machining little sort of spacers. And what these are for, these go into uh I got two of them. They go into these plates. These They're plates, heavy duty. Yeah. Well they gotta hold this thing oh, up. okay. Yep. Which I I machined an old like vintage caster. Cool. Uh, then I, I machined all the rubber off, and then I fit a uh, big chunk of one inch thick forty one forty cool steel uh, to be the sort of top anvil wheel, I guess, of my new English wheel that I'm building. So those are like conical guides to hold that up. That's awesome, The pin to hold it all. Oh, you're breaking up a little bit. Basically, this will... Basically, this will go in here and I'll be able to do complex curves in metal. So that's going to help you bend the metal through it. The sheet metal through it. That's perfect. Yeah, basically. It lets you do uh, complex contours and really thin stuff. I've uh, seen some videos with that being utilized. It's so cool the way people are moving it. It's just like you get like a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can use like this kind of sandbag, which is just like an old pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. And one of these hammers. And you can like beat the initial form in to the sheet metal. And then get it out of there. Uh, yeah, then get it in there and knock all your highs down and get it nice and smooth. That's really cool. Yeah. I would say, like, the thing that I would be attracted to in metalwork would definitely be, like, building sculptures, you know? Like, so yeah. I could see, like, that being something cool to be using to, like, get the structures going. Yep. That's actually uh, one of the first things I'm going to be using it for is being able to get that complex curvature into larger pieces. Um, I have a a few large sculptures that I have in mind. Um, and those basically I got to make a mailbox, but I don't want a normal mailbox. Mm-hmm. Obviously I want like kind of a ridiculous mailbox that I have to like possibly pour a concrete pad out front in order so to like make sure a big sculptural mailbox. I love yeah. this. Okay. But all, it's, it's going to be one of those things where, it, so in my head, it's a full size lion. Okay that it has like one arm up like for the front paw up it's sitting and it's got one paw up for the actual mailbox and if you want to know if you want to open the mouth which is the mailbox you have to push down the arm and the mouth will open and then your mailman's gonna hate you 
right? Yeah, I get out of my truck. Every time I get to this house, I have to get out of my truck. Yep, out of this fucking truck. <laughs> with this fucking lion. <laughs> yep. Fucking thing gets hot in the fucking summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like, it's all copper. Make it all <laughs> copper. It's like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. it's fucking lion. You guys are getting a note saying mailbox too hot. Pick up at post office. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It was worth it. Hang <laughs> like a little little sign around its neck. If mailbox too hot, please use secondary mailbox on porch. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> he had a secondary. <laughs> Gotta walk all the way to the house. Right. That's really cool. Um, there's some areas where I live that there's a few houses that have those kind of crazy mailboxes that are, you know, made out of metal. And it's just so fun. And they become little landmarks. Like when people are driving on trips home and stuff, it's like, oh, yeah. And then when we see the lion mailbox, we know we're almost there. There's like 20 more minutes, you know? Oh, no. Do we freeze? Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, I think you do. Oh, no, wait, you're back. Okay. I don't know who, which one of us is freezing. Am I moving? Hi. You are. Thank goodness. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, we're having a good conversation and we both froze. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you froze for a second, but then you you came right back. Oh, good. Good. But either way, is this is this edited? or? Is, oh, yes. Is it... No, I edit. Okay, cool. <laughs> you have to because you never know. It could be my internet. It could be your internet. And then you never know what's going to happen. I had one yep. interview. I was um, interviewing somebody in London. And yeah. he he was out, you know, he's a wood carver. So yeah. he's out in the middle of nowhere. And his internet kept breaking. And we were having the most wonderful conversation. So I had like it, I think it took me three hours to edit it. I never I've never had like that long of an edit. Usually it's like the show's an hour. It might take me two hours to edit it, you know? Yeah. If I'm taking my time. Sometimes it's just one hour. I had to do nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right on. You can never predict. Yeah, you never know what the internet wants to do. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, but did you get to hear my story about what I was saying like the landmark situation where? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that's you know, actually like, one of the main reasons why we're I want to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and because our house, the way that it it is on our road, it's really easy to drive by, and I can't tell, like even I've driven by it. Yeah, yeah. So many times, it's ridiculous. Damn it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, we're still within like the first two years of us living here, but the first year, oh man, you know, especially like driving home late, late at night, mm -hmm. and I'd be like real tired. I've been already driving for two hours. I used yeah. to drive two hours to work. It's just what's your commute now? One, one hour. It's right there. Oh, oh, right my back. office. I built this office. Okay. To work so my normal everyday job at. That's beautiful. So, yep. So if there's nothing going on for work, I'm in here. Perfect. And they know about it and they're good with it. But if you're on call, you're on call. They know you're going to respond. So that's cool. Yep. So that's perfect. I'm glad for you. Cause yeah, you, I remember like that's why you were on clubhouses. Like, you're commuting, so you have to entertain yourself and yeah. might as well have conversations with real people and get to know some folks, you know? Right, right. 
But. So you have a mailbox that you're make you you have to make. Is that like on the agenda for soon, or is that something like the dream project? Uh, well, that's you know, I got a lot bigger dreams than that. Okay, but, um, good, good. Yeah, the uh, uh, no that that is probably going to be it's going to be this year. Um, I'm basically compiling materials right now. Um, so it's it's either going to be the lion or it's going to be a real big like droid it's gonna look like i like it kind of ridiculous star wars droid um which i might even throw lights and and animatronics in but what's your wife into more like what does she lean towards i think she leans toward the lion but she likes star wars and all that stuff too so it's it's you just gotta pitch it harder if you want that yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i mean i I told her about the (laughs) <laughs> yeah i told her about the yeah lions don't have lights that, that's for sure uh i'm pretty sure um most lions don't have lights most <laughs> gotta watch out for those laser vision ones <laughs> laser cats um yeah it's uh i think i think we're, we'll probably end up going with the robot but the lion will still get built i like I, it. it it might just not be the for your house yeah yeah it might not be for mine that's fair that's something cool like now if if that became a hit and people really like what you made is that something that you would consider making more of or is that like a one and done and you have different projects you want to do um i kind of i'm happy to like do whatever somebody wants me to to do at the same time as they have to understand i'm going to put my spin on it yes so yeah like i'm i'm happy to do like i don't i don't necessarily want to do like yeah i'll make exactly whatever it is right. that's in your head and but that that kills a fair amount of business i'm sure but you know if someone knows me understands you know my style mm-hmm. and stuff and they're contacting me odds are they they're expecting me to put my spin on it so I it's like, cool. I think that'd be the, such a cool profession to have. Like, what do you do? I make ornate mailboxes, like big, yeah. giant, crazy ones. Like, yeah, so fun. Yeah, I actually. Um, so I don't know if you saw recently. I I sort of shout outed my uh, or shouted out. Sh- I sh- I shout outed. Shouted it anyway. I shout outed um, my buddy up in uh, uh, New England uh tuck and holland mm-hmm. um and so tuck and holland is really i think it's just uh tuck at this point um because i think holland it was two guys it was, oh it was i think I, I, yeah and, one retired yeah, yeah one retired okay. and um uh i think he actually passed away now but yeah they are uh incredible uh namely weather vane makers yeah that's uh, cool and they do unbelievable work with copper and bronze and brass and the non-ferrous metals mm-hmm. um as well as other i mean they do steel work too but man his work is phenomenal it, it, it's cool. it's amazing that's a cool and he people yeah love yeah. that stuff he, when i was doing the octopus bottle openers he actually bought 10 of them from me um, because they have their their shop up there in mm-hmm. 
in New England. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's got a lot of revenue up there. That's your high quality. Yeah. Those are the guests, the people you want to have as clients. Yes. So he was like, Hey, I'll buy 10 of these things and I'll just stock them in my store. And when I need more, I'll just call you. I'm like, sounds good, man. (laughs) Um, He's like, I like what you're doing. I hope you like what I'm doing. And you're like, you're welcome to come up here and, and, you know, spend some time up in my shop. If you want to learn some of this kind of stuff, cool. like, I'll take you up on that sometime. So that might happen before the lion comes to be. So I get a little bit better results, but we'll see. That's super smart though. To go to see somebody like that. Plus, you I mean, you get to go to Martha's Vineyard to take the ferry, you know, sure. have a nice sure. little trip. Yeah. Martha's Vineyard. Sorry. I have to say it for <laughs> the Massachusetts <laughs> people. <laughs> got to say it proper. Gotta say it proper. Proper. Okay, so we've got a lion. We have a mailbox, possibly a droid. Was mm-hmm. there something else that you were going to tell me about? I feel like there was something. I don't know if you saw the the axe that I just did. Um, that was it's not uh, the uh, one hanging near you. No, that one okay. is. Uh, so no, I uh, didn't. Yeah. Okay. Is this going to be like a, a video podcast? By the oh, way. Oh yeah, you can show oh. me. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You have something you want to show. Yeah, I should go get it. Go ahead. Uh, it's going to take me a minute because it's in okay. the house. Right back. No problem. <laughs> I have a visitor. <laughs> What's up, Narcy? Hi. Were you keeping, uh, keeping Tiffany company? I'm watching your video of you making the axe that you're just talking about. And then your cat walks right up. And I'm like... I switched the view off of like speaker view to gallery view because I'm like, I got to get a video of this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's too funny. This axe is really cool. Thank you. That is. Yeah, that's so that's part of my I was OK. So last year I was supposed to get all these oh, done. Wow. One year, but I yeah, it didn't happen for reasons, you know, Yeah, things happen. Um, yeah, but uh, for the blacksmith gathering in northern PA, um, which is Washaw, oh, the well, blacksmith gathering. Um, this is uh, put on by Bob Catman or Firefox Forge. Um, Very cool. And so it's it's like a northern PA, huge, I mean, massive gathering of blacksmiths and metal workers. Um, and last year he had sent out uh i think it was something like 20 or 25 um 11 pound like ancient ship anchor chain links oh wow Uh, and like each link was 11 pounds that's crazy yeah and so uh he sent to a bunch of different guys and was basically like here's the stipulation you got to make three things you got to make a a hammer an axe and a blade of some kind um you know make make them out of this wrought iron um and do your own thing uh and then if you can get them all done bring them to the event i love it so i only got one done uh which was a small chasing hammer okay um and i did a whole video series on that uh and there are some beauty shots just by itself. I saw, I saw it earlier. It's really pretty. Oh, cool. Thank you. So 
yeah so i did that one for the actual event and actually finished it at the event um like i put the handle on it and did final polishes and everything um and yeah and that one came out really really well i was real chuffed about how that came out as i am with this um this is the technically the second axe i ever made and um the first one was just basically for my son um but this is gorgeous that wrought iron I don't know if you can see very well. I'm trying to try to here. Hold on, let me flip it. So no, the I can tip see is me, amazing but... too. Like I love how it changes pattern completely and everything. Like, yeah, it just looks so, so neat. Yeah. So eventually, I was like, you know what? This is. Uh, uh, I have to name it something dragony. Yeah, it's it's named Fafnir after a uh, mythological dwarf from Norse mythology uh, who transformed into a dragon um and is basically like a bringer of many bad things uh but i thought well it's a it's a tiny sort of like viking which is pseudo dwarven mm-hmm. uh you know item and it, it you know it makes sense and it's got this nice sort of damascus steel pattern in the bit it's got a nice dark history with the name i i see where you're going yeah but. That's a beautiful tool. Like, I feel like if I was a blacksmith, I would probably make like axes all day. Like, I just love yeah. axes. Like, they're just cool uh, and little hatchets like and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely feel like I caught the bug because I was always like, I don't know, like, act. I mean, I, I like making hammers because like hammers are real utilitarian, and it's a piece that's like, you know, <sighs> sort of it's heritage level you know like it can be handed down for years to like yeah down down to sons daughters all that but i feel Um, like the axe is universal like everybody loves those everybody can appreciate them you know what i mean yeah and and anybody can use them too Mm -hmm. because everybody go camping so so it's it is definitely a utilitarian item for sure um but yeah yeah so I don't know. I might, I, I probably will be doing some more axes coming up. Um, but the th- third piece of this set is I had a, an idea drawn up that is basically it's fully integral, meaning all one piece. Okay. Um, there's no, there's no like special wrap to make the handle or the, uh, you know, a different guard put on to like be, you know, uh, just so, but it's, it's basically going to be forged. I'm going to lay this wrought iron on, on, uh, I'm going to basically create two bars of wrought iron, take a really good blade steel, like an 80 CRV two or something like that, lay that in the middle and ADCRV will actually darken down pretty nicely. So it'll actually get darker. Will it get than... black like the axe? Well, it'll... So uh, this will be much lighter than the ADCRV. Okay. It'll actually go like black, like jet black. Cool. Uh, if if done right. So, uh, yeah. So basically, it's going to be this whole length of wrought iron for the blade. It's going to be like a scimitar. Um. And so it'll go down, 
uh, almost like a scimitar slash pirate's cutlass. Okay, I'm and I'm excited for this. It, it it'll it'll transition from the blade and turn into the grip of the handle, um, and it'll probably be about like a like a, 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 a one hand grip or like a one and a half hand, and then it'll it'll transfer down into the pommel, but then it'll backtrack and come up around, go real flat, split, and then wrap around the You are not afraid blade. of a challenge, is what I've learned no. talking to you. No. <laughs> if, if you're not watching the video, everyone who's listening, Dave just did like a dance as he was explaining <laughs> all the different things that he's going to have to do to create this piece. Like, that's what I think I like about you. Like those, like, what you were selling and making when I first met you, like those octopus, like openers, like those aren't easy. Like I've seen you guys make these kind of things before. And like, it's a lot of different steps. And then like the projects that you're thinking about in the future. I like that. You're kind of like a adventurer when it comes to these things, like you really are oh, yeah. afraid of these challenges. I think you going to become like an aircraft mechanic definitely opened up your world to so many different aspects of technologies yeah. and tools that you can use like it's so cool mm -hmm. and it definitely uh squashed any inhibitions that i have of doing something for the first time yeah for sure because in aviation maintenance everything could be you know like most things you're doing it for the first time at least for the first several years mm -hmm. so and and you're doing it, it either outside in the rain shit snow like whatever yep. or you're doing it inside in front of like 70 people that are all waiting to go on vacation and they think you broke the plane because yeah. they're all staring at you with these death eyes and you're like, look, the guy up in the cockpit called me. I didn't break it. I'm here to unbreak it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to resolve the issue that's making you wait. Huh? Right. So, and if things don't always go to plan, a lot of things don't go to plan, but you end up just learning from the process and so when I was like, oh, wait, I have to make an axe. What It's got to be with wrought iron. I barely ever work with wrought iron. So, you know, to be able to do this, you know, first try. Stunning. Yeah. It's, it's not like a, how, how does that, how does that phrase go? Um, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not naturally gifted it's practice. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you have to, it's years and years and years of being put into a situation and having to figure it out as you go and being okay with how you have to figure it out as you go, not letting it scare you off. That's the biggest part right there. I definitely do get scared off by things for sure, but uh, I've definitely been conquering those things. That's hard, but like, yeah, like those kind of, like you had, that school that definitely, like you said, lost your inhibitions when it came to trying different things because the fear is what can lock you down from trying something new or you yeah. failed at it once. Oh, I'm never going to do that again. That sucked. Like, you know, like, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Right. Maybe you used the wrong metal or maybe you didn't use your heat properly. Like, there's something, something that you could have done wrong in that situation yeah. that you had no clue. So yep. I like that you're For like, sure. you just keep trying. Just keep going. Yep. Yep. And always buy twice the material you expect to need. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
and so in aviation maintenance, like whenever I'd talk to the the guys there, like I'd get a new guy in and be trying to train him. It's always like, uh, you know, like, well, what's, what's like the best mindset to have? Like when I come out here onto the line, it's like, basically long story short, always expect the last guy to have done it wrong. And that will make you know, force you to like double check everything. Yeah. Right. Except for now in our own shops, making things, you're the last guy. <laughs> so the the rule still stands. Always expect you to have done it wrong the last time. Don't just keep doing what you did last time. Always so true. continue the research, continue your education, and try to do or outdo yourself every time yeah plus it gets boring if you keep doing the same thing yeah those octopus bottle town uh octopus bottle openers got yeah those got a little old i did 150 of those wow okay that's crazy yeah and they're everywhere they, they're like i've got several in anywhere from uh beijing dubai uh, England, Germany, Switzerland, France, tons wow. in California. Oh my goodness. Californians love octopus. I don't know <laughs> what that's about. It's but the ocean, man. Yeah, some of them waves. Yeah, they just keep crashing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Hawaii, they, they're, they're all over the place. Um, and Pretty much all my buddies uh, in Hawaii always want something made with a tentacle on it. <laughs> I mean, they're just cool. It's just an interesting thing. My, I actually, um, I might do another carving just because I have the template sitting around and the piece of wood. I don't know if you've seen my octopus carvings where it I says, have. okay, yeah. So I've done them in a few different colors and they always sell when I make them. I actually have one that I've kept for myself at my house. But I'm like, yeah. I've just got this template sitting here. I should make a green one. I don't know if I've done a green one. Like, I'm like, just do like, cause I just do whatever color strikes me. I think the first one was like a purple and blue. I'm like, I need to yeah. do another one. <laughs> yeah. I've done orange. Yeah, they're awesome. Thanks, man. I've told you that I, uh, I, you know, whenever I figure out like a good sort of design or something for my shop, cause I want a physical sign for my you have shop space right behind you it would be perfect I have the space in here yeah. like my walls are so bare it's unbelievable let's talk it's about just... all the different tools you have like a lathe right behind you or what, what's going on over there yeah uh so yeah i've got my sort of my little machine shop kind of situation over here mostly I, I wish i had a mill it's on the list i'm actually probably going to build one which will be a whole set of videos, I'm sure. <laughs> but, if you don't have um, it, you'll build it. I got it. Yeah, for sure. During our hangout session, Dave gave me a full tour of all the tools that are in his shop. If you are into blacksmithing and you want to check this out, this is such a good setup and I highly recommended it. I actually posted as a standalone Dave's shop tour on my YouTube channel for Maker Conversations. So you can head on over there and check it out. He has so many cool things. So if you want to go nerd out, 
then head on over there and check it out. I'm just going to skip this part because not everybody watches it on Spotify and I want to be kind to my listeners. If you're not seeing it, I know it's not as fun. So I did remove that information, but head on over to Maker Conversations on YouTube and you can check out his full shop tour. Also, it's not just blacksmithing tools. It is leather work. It's all kinds of stuff. He has everything that you could want. So and make sure you go over there and check that out. I just wanted to make sure I highlighted that. And back to the show. So Dude, You are so handy. Your wife is very lucky. She's got somebody who can figure shit out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, at my old house, I had to. Yeah. All the time. My house was like 100 years old. Everything broke all the time. I fully renovated that house. That's cool. Top to bottom. And one of, some of the rooms I had to do multiple times because it took me eight years to do it. <laughs> and we had kids. So the kids like wrecked parts I'm of it, you know, doing my home right now after being here for 14 years now because of having kids like everything needs to get done again. It's like this exhausting. These yeah. kids just wreck your house. Yep, <laughs> it is what it is, you know. So are you in a three car garage? I am technically in a four car garage, oh. but the first car uh, is, your office. Is, is my office. So, yeah, yeah three car with benefits basically wow <laughs> um he's but, a real beau thank you oh, i do appreciate it <laughs> for those of you that don't know i used to have a barber shop we don't know do, see i didn't know that yeah i used to do like full-on hot towel shaves like massage the whole thing I can see so that. at maker camp don't come at me with scissors and a comb and expect me to do magic I say, don't, you can't put that kind of stuff out there. Then people are going to lie. I know somebody's going to do it. Craig's going to do it. I bet you Craig does it. Well, dude, thank you for coming on, hanging out and showing me this shop. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I like seeing that literally you could make whatever comes at you next. Like there's not like no telling what you're going to make. Yeah. And I'm into it. Like, yeah, whatever somebody's like, Hey, what if we did this? It's like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yep. <laughs> I'll figure that out. Yep. Does it feel so, like your home where you are now? Or do you think you might move again? Or are you guys? I think this is going to be our forever home, honestly. Um, How can you pass got... this garage shop situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the whole, like, we've got about two acres. Um, oh, nice. We've got chickens outside. Uh, we've got, obviously, chickens inside. Um, but, you know, our house is, like, 3,000 square foot. Oh, wow, dude. Um, and yeah, we, we got a really good location here. Um, I'm about, if I have to, for whatever reason, go back into like the field aviation mm-hmm. stuff, um, I'm only 45 minutes from some major airports. So Beautiful. it's not a terrible drive where I used to drive three hours one way yeah. per day. That was bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, neighbors are amazing. Uh, yeah. Winchester's a super cool area full of like historic stuff and um, people like are proud of their heritage and uh, there's always like cool events and things all throughout the year. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful area. It's, it'd be hard to get me to, to move out of here. That'd have to be like some real sweet digs somewhere. You have like the dream shop, my friend. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, That's cool. My I buddy, can't wait to see what it looks like as you start like decorating and morphing it into what you vision it, you know? Yeah, me too, for sure. I, uh, I definitely wanted to have more of a dark vibe because like for the type of filming I want to do, if I do a, a YouTube channel, um, I don't want all of the shit in the background to be like visible. So I'm probably going to end up doing like, if not fully matte black, um, just like I, I want the background to just fade Ooh, away. I should give you the color. The I just did my shop. I, it's called iron ore. And I just feel like it would work well for you. Probably. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, just like the whole name too. with the... <laughs> Yeah. All the tools yeah, that you sure. use. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do like a curtain, a set of curtains up, up mm -hmm. here to like block hide things. Yeah. Block all that off. I want to do all black on these walls and everything. So um the the highlight is like what is being made not you know all yep. the shit in the background i'm learning I know from miss mary lou she teaches me so much and that's why my shop is dark too you know like yeah it makes sense you're like ooh, that yeah. works and it makes lighting way easier too is or not easier it can actually kind of make some things more difficult but um it makes the lighting if you have the lighting like the physical lights to like to bring in manipulate yeah. yep um yeah it, it makes lighting way more controllable it's just mm -hmm. like having like soundproofing you know it lets you really dial in exactly what you want everyone to see and hear so yeah, yeah. nope agree so, no i'm excited we'll have to revisit and hang out again when the shop has been morphed yeah and for sure we'll get mary lou on here to join us i feel like that'd be a fun time yeah I'll see how I'll see how she likes that shoehorn I made her. Yeah, I said we should see, get her get on here now. How's a shoehorn, Mary Lou? Did you try it yet? <laughs> it was funny because she was like at Maker Camp. She was like, "I was actually thinking about getting a shoehorn." I was like, "No one's thinking about getting a shoehorn. Just it's it's fine. It's uh, no, I I know. No wonder she probably was. <laughs> <laughs> she loves shoes. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, she does. She has, I just visited her. She has a nice big collection. Huh? Good deal. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, no way. That's no, you nope. weren't. <laughs> that was, that's, that's her being nice. <laughs> I love it. Well, she is a sweetie. <laughs> she is. She is. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on, especially Absolutely. last minute. I appreciate it. It was fun. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Dave. He is such a great guy. And if you want to see more of him, head on over to the Maker Conversations or my YouTube and you can catch a 30 minute video of him showing us all the cool pieces that he has in his shop, how he's modified them. And he talks about a really cool project that he has with some robots. So if that is enticing to you as it is to me, you know, I think you're going to love it. So check that out. And if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash maker conversations. And I have tiers as low as $3 all the way up to 20. And I just appreciate any support that you can do a shout out to my boy, Ricky from Ricky TV and TV land. If you guys aren't following him, check it out. He is doing this really cool project, super retro, super fun. He's making an indoor mini golf course with all of his faves from childhood. So make sure you're checking that out. I think it's going to be the most amazing thing. And I can't wait to help him out with whatever he'll let me dive in and try. So 
all of that's going on. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.